Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Project Tahiti. It's a magical place. We get to hear our tagline in this episode. We do. Oh, it's so a, the return, right? I like, know. I forgot that it came back, but I was so happy when it did, but kind of not because it's a really shitty situation. <laughs> um, true. Yeah. So, God, this is another intense episode. There's like... This is where we our first look at the framework. We've been talking about this for so long, and we're finally here. <laughs> it's just as fucked up, if not more fucked up, than I remember. It's so wrong. It's all so wrong. Um, before we get started, we are part of the But Why Though podcast community, so be sure to check them out on Twitter at But Why Though PC and their website, But Why Though Podcast.com. We're super proud to be part of their community, especially during this uh, crazy global pandemic time they're putting out a lot of community events that have been helpful to pass the time <sighs> podcasting is really good to pass the time too so is watching shield you should do that <laughs> yep if you have netflix in north america i know it's available yep. i think uh in other places i think it's available elsewhere uh, i know in the places where they did the pilot launches for disney plus it's available yeah yeah um if you are listening to the show and you've never seen agents of shield that's weird, but thank you for yes. listening. <laughs> um, I guess like you kind of don't have to have seen the show because we do a full recap pretty much. But yeah, it, it, like like when I think about it in the total abstract, it's like it's not like you know like when I listen to like a true crime podcast, it's not like well I I I also witnessed that crime and now I'm here in the recap. You know, <laughs> like, like you are just hearing other things. <laughs> That's a really good way to put it. Oh my god! Remember that crazy crime? You gotta check out the podcast. <laughs> like, 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 that's the most like blue sky, like oh my god, cartoon best case scenario, like like Archie Riverdale version of uh, of a shared trauma experience. Yeah. Like remember that time we got held up at gunpoint? Well, somebody made it into a podcast. <laughs> god um so this is season four episode 16 titled what if dot 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 which is a horribly vague <laughs> description of this episode it but, but it really <laughs> inside baseball comic book wise it works really well yeah, I, I feel like it's not horrific enough <laughs> like it no. doesn't capture how emotionally traumatizing this episode is no, this is one that pleased their inner Pat Oswalt. That, so. that, that, that pleased, I think, like like Jed and and Jeff Loeb, like for like <laughs> we get this, yeah, <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, we get inside jokes. But it's it's a comic book inside joke. It's the closest thing to a comic connection we really have. Uh, I feel like maybe this whole uh, the... like arc, <laughs> yeah, like for the most yeah. part. Except, except there's one other thing I'll mention. Uh, I think towards the end of the episode, but it's the title. What if? Is a, a long running uh, series. Lately, they've been a series of one shots, but they had two like, lengthy volumes that ran for years. The first one ran for 48 issues, and the next one ran for uh, 115. So, like almost, almost 10 yeah. years. Um, and yeah, they they uh, had lengthy runs because, like, back then production wasn't as smooth. Like, I think it was like a seven year run initially, even though it was only. Like about around seven issues a year, they had uh, a couple like bigger gaps, and it wasn't quite monthly. But uh, the first one was "What if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? So it was like an alternate version of Marvel Universe, where Spider-Man gets his powers, meets the Fantastic Four, and they're like, "Hey, you should join us." <laughs> and he wore <laughs> the same outfit, but he had a bigger uh, thorax on the spider, and it had a big old white five in the middle of it. <laughs> and uh, all right, and they all had fives <laughs> instead of fours on their chests, and they were a team. And the, it's basically that. And they all started off like basically like like what if one thing set off a chain reaction of events and it was different and uh, it's sort of similar to a premise, you know, involved in this this episode and, and the rest of this this season. Uh, the framework that Ada created, you know, she messed with one person's regret or, or one regret from each person who's real in there. And it. In each one of those things, butterfly affected and changed their world. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's that's my only real comic connection. Like I said, there's something else that's sort of like that that I'll mention later. But it first appeared in uh, February of 1977. Aren't they making this into then. a Disney Plus show as well? The What If they are. It's animated, I think, but with featuring voices from, from the MCU. MCU. That's cool. yeah, with like uh, 
with uh, Chris Evans reprising his role of Captain America and whatnot in one where uh, where Peggy, I think, gets the super soldier serum instead and becomes like Captain Britain or some or something. Um, and there's one where someone else maybe where Steve becomes Iron Man. I don't know. But <laughs> that's basically the kind of stuff it is. <laughs> OK. <laughs> what if somebody else was somebody? <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of them. And they, But they also got like really weird. Like by the time I was a kid, like and I don't know, some of them were really fun. I always remember the ones where it's like, what if this person d- didn't die? <laughs> yeah. And, and they're, they're, they were, they were fun for sure. This is definitely a dark one uh, <laughs> because of like how the last episode ended with the, the shield logo, with the Triskelion still being around, but the shield logo being replaced with the, the big the Hydra yeah. skull and octopus that we now know is actually, it's not a skull octopus. <laughs> That's an upside down alien. <laughs> <laughs> How stupid we were. <laughs> you know, I need to let this cat out. I'm sorry. He's like, oh, no problem. Okay, hold on one second. <laughs> no problem. Because we had a comics connection in the title, we haven't even gotten to the credits yet. So it's a weird episode. <laughs> okay, I'm back. <laughs> awesome. Sorry. Oh, no problem. Uh, so this episode was written by DJ Doyle. And directed by Oz Scott, which I did not recognize that name. Um, did a good job. I, I don't recognize it either. It is, it is a really well episode, and it sounds like somebody who would have been cool in my high school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wonder if his full name is Ozymandias. Um, I hope so. <laughs> it, this was originally aired April 4th, 2017. So a big break between this episode and the yeah, almost mid full months, right? Yeah. Mid mid season finale. Right. <laughs> so this is the yeah the second mid season finale. <laughs> yeah, and so this is the third season premiere. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the third uh, third of a season premiere. <laughs> okay. so, I'm kind of glad this is the only season that they did. Really confusing to like wrap up in like a clean sentence. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. very true. All right, so we pick up pretty much right where we left off, Daisy finds Ward in her bed and she tries to quake at him and she realizes she does not have her powers and he's like, what are you doing? He's, he's like, we doing this now? <laughs> and he does it, he does it back <laughs> up. So charming. It's really upsetting. Like, right off like, the bat. And he's like, I really hope you're making coffee. And she's just looking at him horrified and he's like, okay. And she's like, oh, we got called into work. And he's like, oh, okay. And so he gets up and like takes a shower and is like getting ready. And Daisy's trying to ask him questions like a good spy to figure out who they might work for. And he doesn't bite. He's like, oh, they didn't say in the text. And she's like, well, somebody who didn't think you would be awake. Haha. And apparently they have been hunting in humans. And her hair is also long. She like grabs her hair and she's like, what the fuck? Like everything's different. <laughs> like, And he calls her Sky. Which it's is also so weird. <laughs> yeah. So, God, Ward is so charming in this. It's so upsetting. Like, we have the visceral reaction that Daisy has. And he just, like, if you try to look at it from his perspective, he's just like, oh, you're just being weird. And he, as he's walking to the shower, he does the weird, like, hand thing again, too. He's like, hey. No, no, he's, like, <laughs> he's like genuinely, like, cute and charming. And it's really upsetting because previous Ward, even when he was faking being a good guy, still was basically American James Bond. It's like, this is like, he's now unproblematic American James Bond. Yeah, and it's a like human being. It's like, it's God like, damn it, what the hell? Like, like yeah. likable, charming, good Ward. But but then there's the, the twist of, you know, they work for Hydra and are hunting in humans. So he's like, he seems cool, but he's clearly not, at, at least in at first blush. <laughs> right, yeah. at least at first blush. Yeah. Um, so they, oh, so he hands her her badge and she opens it and she sees the Hydra look on it and she's like, what the fuck? Like, she's having a hard time, like, not, like, keeping it cool. Like, I'm pretty surprised that Word is not like, what's wrong with you? Like, have you infiltrated this, the, the framework? Like, just immediately suspects her to not be from this reality. Um, so on the drive to work, to Hydra, um, there's a radio report in the background and it talks about this inhuman kid being grabbed um 
from like it, like an open market and it's super xenophobic and it's the the guy on the radio is like imagine what he was planning just out there like near people like it's like really really terrible language and daisy sees, sees one of those digital road signs that they put over the freeways now and it says suspect it report it for humanity so they are in a full fascist police state um ward shuts off the radio which i found interesting knowing what we know about his new role in this world he's probably like fuck that <laughs> you racist fucks um and they are driving into the hydra triskelion and sky sky daisy sees it and she's like oh my god <laughs> where are we going um and as they go to walk into the base the triskelion she sees agents beating an inhuman and like she goes like on instinct to help the inhuman and ward pulls her away mistaking her reaction for her wanting to go help the other agents beat his ass which is terrible <laughs> and apparently they had an argument last night and he's like look i'm sorry like you know i'm just not ready blah 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 i need some space and apparently she asked him to move in with her and he said no and so ward needs some time and space which is funny and then he says that line that he said in real life where he said well in real life in in the real reality there are things about me you wouldn't like if you knew and daisy's like i know <laughs> like in her reality saying i know oh my god oh it's so bad it's so terrible so they walk into a room of cubicles and she's like, hey, I want to check my email real quick. And he's like, all right, whatever. And so she has to scan her thumbprint to log into the system. And um, the first she starts looking at people in this database. So the first person she looks up to is Lincoln, and he's dead. Uh, she looks up Gemma, who is also dead. And she's like, oh, shit, what? <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lincoln dead. All right, whatever. <laughs> like, that's that makes sense. Um, and then May shows up for a second, and she kind of forgets herself. And she's like, May, you're here? And she's like, you know, like, we're trying to, we were trying to find you. And she like, kind of talks to her as if she's talking to the real May. And she tries to, like, appeal to the real May. And it doesn't go well. May's like, I don't know what's wrong with you, but it's time to go to the briefing. Like, <laughs> but she says it in a very Hydra, mean May way, which I didn't know May could be more cold and more mean, but here we are. Hydra May. Um, so we find out what happened to Gemma. She digs herself out of a hole in the middle of the woods and she has bullet like wounds on her chest. So she was killed. And then she sees a skeleton in the ground. So is it her skeleton or is this a mass grave? We find out later it is a mass grave. So she was just thrown into this mass grave and buried. Good Lord. This is terrible. Um, so she's not even buried where she was supposed to be buried. <laughs> it was all a cover up. It was terrifying. Um, and she stumbled. Very, very, like, like very disrespectful. Very disrespectful. Which, but also which as, as more is revealed, even makes tracks. more sense. Yeah. yeah it's, it's super weird and childish in a way. <laughs> like, it's like, you don't even get a. A proper bear. I know. As if I don't know. She's it's not like she's Jewish or anything, right? Like <laughs> she's really religious. I don't know why that matters. Anyway, um, so she's like kind of wandering around and she looks dead. Like she's like pale, like she's having a hard time walking. And she stumbles upon this hole in a fence and she finds the road and she looks up at the sign that's on the fence and it's like the old Shield Academy grounds, and someone tagged on their shield fell. And she's like, shield fell. She's like, what? And this woman drives up and she's like, please help me, help me. And so the woman lets her into the car, which I feel like in a fascist state, that's not something you would do, but okay. <laughs> I don't know. I've never lived in one. We might get there soon. Who knows? Um, so Gemma tries to make small talk and she's like, so what are you into? <laughs> And the woman starts talking about how she makes jewelry. She's trying to go to med school. And Gemma starts talking to her as if she's like, wow, that's so lifelike. Like, I can't believe all you like think you're real. Like, She's just super like, like, that is valid. Like, this is a computer program. But this is also like a reality that she is now in that she could die in. So I was it's like stressful because she should probably be taking it more seriously instead of insulting the woman that like picked her up on the side of the road. So they come up across an inhuman checkpoint um, where they try to find inhumans. And so here they they just check IDs. And Gemma's like, well, I don't have an ID. I must have lost it, you know, in the woods. And the girl's like, you have to have an ID. You have to. And Gemma's like, well, I have this. And she pulls out her shield ID. And the lady's like, oh, you're one of them. I can't have you here. You're going to get us both arrested. So the lady kicks her out of her car. Um, and she finds 
and and Gemma starts running away too, and no one notices that she just gets out of the car and runs away, which I find interesting. So, but good for her. Um, meanwhile, Daisy walks into this briefing, and May is 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 in charge of the briefing, and she mentions the doctor. <laughs> and apparently they're after info from this inhuman that worked for quote subversive so may tells daisy and ward to take point and they essentially have to go torture this dude for intel whatever the cost so they walk into the interrogation room and it's vj but he's going by another name and for a second i was like wait is this vj or am i being racist and i just think he's an indian guy that looks like the other indian guy that was in the show but no it really is vj i had like looked up the actor just to make sure <laughs> man i didn't even doubt it for a second but i was like just shocked because i think i, I looked I didn't at remember the, him being in it when i looked at the marvel you know like cinematic mo- movies or whatever wikia to find out because we talked before about how he's one of the only loose threads in the whole show where he was left yeah. off that's and, why i was confused and i like didn't think it was really him but then it clicked <laughs> it isn't it's not like they scanned his i mean he's just a fake approximation you know you know what i mean like, yeah. like he's still in the water in his in his cocoon this isn't really him. We're, yeah. we're in the matrix, but, but so that's why his bio didn't include that, <laughs> you know, you oh, know, on, weird. On the Wikia, right. He was, in, and he was in the episode, but the but, actor was not the character, right? Cause oh, it's not like, I see what you're saying. no, cause he did, he, Daisy like tells, but him it's not, but it's not the real him. It's robo. Oh, Prox- God, this is so confusing. <laughs> video, it's, a, it's a non-player character video game version of him. Oh, okay. right. I understand what you're saying. He's not like, it's not the true the framework, him. like like you know, close right. in or date or you know. Oh, don't get me wrong; it's confusing and weird as hell. <laughs> sorry, thank you for bringing that up because I like did it didn't I didn't connect that because obviously Ward is an NPC as well. <laughs> oh so my god! Weird. So anyway, it's VJ, NPC VJ, and Daisy gets she's like trying to interrogate him, and Daisy gets a text saying that I expected more, and I, it's May, maybe. Maybe it's somebody else. Maybe it's Ward. I don't know. Do you remember seeing who it was from? Because I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think it. I don't remember either. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know who it is. Um, so Daisy finds an ID uh. for him, and it's like has his fake name, and apparently only someone with an Hydra can make an ID. And so she's like, I know your real name. You're VJ Nadir and blah, blah, blah. And she starts saying all these things. And then he starts saying like, oh, you know this and this. And Ward punches him before he can answer and basically knocks him out. And they're like, what the fuck? Why'd you do that? But he's protecting Daisy, um, which we find out later. So Gemma walks into a coffee shop and she, in her dirty clothes looking dead. And she like sits down and looks at a newspaper and she notices there's no smartphones anywhere. And she's just like kind of surveilling, like, where am I? What is going on? And she sees a man, a ma- the man at the table next to her leaves his car keys on the table and he stands up to go do something and she takes them. And then she um, steals someone's jacket and puts it on. And then she runs into a couple agents that are walking in the door and they ask her for her ID. And she gives them this lie about how she was hiking in the woods and she fell and, you know, she's a little messed up and, oh, she must have lost her ID when she fell and um, they ended up taking her with them because they're like, no, no, we don't buy this. And so she gives them, they ask for her name and she gives them her real name, which I thought was kind of foolish, but maybe she's just not in the right mind. (laughs) And they look her up and they find out she's dead. And so they're like, oh, you're giving us the wrong name. That's, that's not good. And then the guy's like, yeah, but it's her face. And so she uses this distraction for the guy to turn the agent that's like holding onto her to turn around. She knocks them out, takes them both out, and steals their car. <laughs> Which is very, very good. Good job, Gemma. <laughs> um, Colson is in his classroom talking about the carriage incident in class. And um, he says that the media used to paint in humans as these good magical creatures um, that were that were, you know, good people that helped people. They were like superheroes. And he talks about the girl from Bahrain. And how they had a weak state and Hydra stepped in to make this situation take control. And then a kid asks about Hydra being from Nazis. And Coulson is like, no, no, no. Hydra existed long before there were Nazis. And the kid's like, no, no, no. Like they were the Nazi science division, like literally. And Coulson's like, that's just propaganda. That's that's not real. See, this is why it's important for us to talk about this stuff. You know, he like spins it around. It's so he fucking about, terrifying. He talks about like nuance or whatever. And it's like, oh come on (laughs) this is why we have to look at the facts it's like oh my god 
And then an agent walks in and interrupts the class and he asks for one of Colson's students. And he, as he's leaving, Colson's like, oh, don't forget your bag. And so the student is clearly not coming back. And Colson's just fine with this. It's fine. Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's it's some redheaded uh, ginger kid in a sweater vest. It looks like maybe gingers are not or like one of the oh, people they're they're taking in uh, in Hydra. Oh God. Um. So now VJ is not talking in the education room because Ward punched him, and he's like, "Well, he probably broke his jaw." And um, May walks in because she is mad and she puts a gun at his head and VJ recognizes her and he's like, Oh, we know you all in humans know of you because of Bahrain. Um, and Daisy's like yelling at her to stop. And, um, she's like, look, we need him. We need him because we need his Intel. Um, let me work on him some more. And she's like, no, we're going to take him to the doctor. So Daisy is escorting him to the doctor and she gets him in the hallway and pushes him the wall and is like, okay, what are you talking about? Why do you know Agent May? Why do you know what's what is the deal with Bahrain? And so he tells her like, oh, or she tells her version of the story that she knows from real life. And he's like, no, 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 Earl lived, and then she killed a bunch of people at Cambridge, and it was this. That's this is why everybody hates Inhumans now. Um, and she tells him that she wants to help him, and he's like, oh yeah, okay, I like I trust you. And he's like, besides, that's not something you should say on the security cameras, which is a fake out so she turns around and he punches her and runs off but he doesn't go very far agents grab him the doctor shows up and it is Fitz <laughs> Mr. Hydra himself um and Daisy's like Fitz uh and she tries to talk to him and he is very much like no I am not Fitz <laughs> like and he's like you lost control of the prisoner follow me like so creepy so creepy so Gemma, the next scene, Gemma is sitting on a bench and it this must be the backdoor rendezvous. So she kicks a rock over and there's a device under the rock. She puts it in her coat and then she's like, Daisy, where are you? Um, and she's not there. So she puts an X on, she marks an X on the bench with a rock and leaves. Um, and she goes back into the hydro car and she looks up Daisy and the Daisy, she looks up Daisy Johnson in the system and they're, and then she looks up Fitz and it's restricted and then she looks up Colson and he pops up as a teacher and she's like, I'm going to go find you. So she's going after Colson since Daisy didn't show up yet. So she shows up at Colson's school and it's, you know, class is over. He's, it's the end of the day and he doesn't recognize her. And like, and so she tries to reason with him that they know each other from the real world. And he's like, you're crazy. I need you to stop. I need you to leave. Or, I'm, you know, it's not, this isn't going to end well. And she asks him if his memories are weird sometimes and she starts yelling at him and she shows him her shield. She's like, you're the director of shield. Like I'm one of your agents, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, Oh my God, put that away. Or you're going to get us both killed. Like I can't, you cannot have that. Um, and then she looks on his shelf and sees a hula girl, like a hula bobblehead girl. And she starts asking him if he has any memories of Tahiti and she connects and she says, it's a magical place. And he's like, why are you saying that? <laughs> why are you saying it's a magical place? And so she connects that his memories have been rewritten before when he died and was brought back. And so his subconscious knows that and it's already recognizing it's broken free. His mind has broken free before. So it can do it again. She, she reasons. And he demands that she leaves. And so she's like, okay, I'll leave. That's fine. But I'll be back. And so she leaves and Colson grabs the phone and reports her as a subversive fucking narc. <laughs> so Gemma goes to her car and the kid that was asking Colson about the Nazis tagged her car and she's like, what oh, the he's, hell? He's <laughs> my favorite. He's like yelling at her, like, like talking about she's Hydra clearly. And he's like, and she's like, what are you talking about? I talked you talking to, I saw you talking to Colson. Like, so yeah. <laughs> I know you're Hydra. <laughs> like, it's, it's, well, and, and, oh man, he's just fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and she, it's funny too because she's like getting frustrated. She's like, "This isn't real. Like, you're wasting my time. Like, you're not real." And then she tells him about the real Colson, how like he's the one who trained. She's like, "I stole this car, and Colson is the one who trained me to do that. Like, he's the reason I was able to do that." And then she tells him that Hydras are Nazis, and he's like, "Oh, okay. Oh, well, I'm going to give you my car then, since I ruined yours." So, well, it, yeah, because <laughs> he even said like at one point, I think it was like almost in response where. Because he was like, oh, I, I guess you'll say like he, you know, uh, you'll tell me like he did that Hydra's not Nazis or whatever. And she's like, no, they are Nazis. And don't let anyone tell you different. Yeah. And I guess that's maybe the best time to talk about our weird 
uh, not quite comics connection, but sort of. Yeah. Uh, so Nick Spencer, who's a former con man and a professional asshole and comics author, uh, <laughs> and is currently writing Spider-Man, I believe. Uh, he he was in control of Captain America for a while, and he started like he wrote two volumes. He wrote an ongoing series starring uh, Falcon as Captain America, because Sam Wilson had taken over in the comics, inspiring what's ha- going to happen in the Disney Plus series and the MCU. And uh, Steve at the time had like had the super soldier taken out of his body. So he was an old man. He was like 115 or whatever. And it was just like, oh, shit, <laughs> like, I'm so old. And uh, so he bequeathed the title, you know, of Cap to, to Sam. Uh, and uh, he took it up. And at some point he gets revived. But I think it's in Sam Wilson, Captain America, number seven. Uh, which came out, it had a bajillion creators involved and came out March 30th of 2016. Like uh, Steve is rejuvenated and he ends up getting his own series and becoming Captain America again alongside where there's two Captain Americas in a series called Captain America colon Steve Rogers. So there's Captain America, Sam Wilson, or Sam Wilson, Captain America and Captain America, Steve Rogers are the two different comics going. And uh, in this one, you find out that this rejuvenated cap, you don't find the whole story, but you find out he is a member of Hydra and that's May 25th of 2016. He says, hail Hydra at the end of the issue. Mm -hmm. It's awful. And it all comes culminating in a story arc called secret empire written by Nick Spencer. that started in April of 2017. Same time. This comes out Mm -hmm. and exact time. This is coming out and the Marvel universe is taken over by Hydra is when this story arc uh, starts and it's just really great timing and they knew about it, but they don't, they don't really work in conjunction with each other. They don't inform each other. So it was more like it just happened to be happening. And because they knew about it, like I, I, I really get the feeling that that's a direct reference to like the response, the, the stuff that, that Colson says that Gemma undermines is like a direct response to stupid semantic arguments that Nick Spencer got into to defend himself saying, you know, Misty Knight was in Hydra in the comics and, you know, th- they, they do have a history that predates, you know, Nazis. So how could they be Nazis or whatever? It's like, and those things are true facts about the comics, but at a time when the vast majority of people who, stories about that shit, like, well, well and like if <laughs> when the vast majority of people, it's disingenuous to pretend, well, they're, they're technically not Nazis. Like, okay, they worked with the Nazis. They aligned themselves with the Nazis when they were actually created. They were created as an offshoot of a Nazis. When, you know, when the people who made them up, made them up, they have a retroactive history and use mm-hmm. afterward, you know, that makes them not Nazis. That's fine. Whatever it's sci-fi bullshit, but it's disingenuous to pretend at the point in 2017 when shield is on and captain america three has you know is coming out or whatever it's like Mm -hmm. you or has come out you can't pretend that most people don't know a hydra as a nazi group as a a shorthand for nazi like it's just stupid because more people than who read comics and who know comic minutiae see the movies and the vast majority of people who could possibly be exposed to the imagery to the memes to who or or to even read the comics at this point are familiar with it from other things too. And it's, and it, and it does make a difference. Like, like I know the continuity. I absolutely know what he means. M- Misty Knight did work for Hydra. There's a, there's a hilarious Deadpool character who, before the movies all came out, you know, before any of the Marvel movies came out, who was named Hydra Bob, who was a Hydra guy. who was, who was just a guy who's trying to get, you know, medical insurance for his kids. His kids yeah. need like braces, you know, and it's the Marvel universe. So it's a job at hires. He doesn't know that they were, that the guy who's in charge is the grandson of a Nazi baron, you know, like, like it's not, but like, like, and it's very silly and stupid or whatever. But like in retrospect, we don't, I, like, I don't need those stories. Nobody needs a funny version of somebody who works for Nazis. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 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 I do get that there's some level of like, pleading innocence because uh, just for not knowing but we were beyond that now and it was really stupid and Jimma like voiced a lot of criticisms that that readers had and had been brewing since he revealed that a year earlier and i feel like knowing jeff Loeb's you know relationship to comics creators and comics fandom it feels like it, it has to be taken as a direct response to that bullshit yeah. defense 
Yeah. And I like it. I, I really like it. They're, they're throwing shade at the print division without being dicks about it or saying like, don't buy this. And and the fact that it ties in is in a weird way, really good advertising for Nick mm-hmm. Spencer's arc, his secret empire arc. But the conclusion of, of that part, it, there is a bit of a happy ending recently. Uh, not, not too long ago. Uh, he finally got his uh, a year ago in February 27th of 2019 in uh the newest uh, version of captain america which is just captain america uh captain america number eight uh ta-nehisi coates who's the author of captain america for the for the previous like 20 or most recent 20 issues like the, the current volume and black panther currently at, at marvel he uh had a an x-men villain named Celine, who is an immortal psychic vampire melt <laughs> uh hydra cap with her powers so yes. like like his last panels are <laughs> Her, in defiance of her, him saying "Hail Hydra" as his, as he's literally melting. It's kind of Excellent. awesome. Excellent. So, yeah, it's uh, he he got his. There's no more Hydra cap. Good. Uh, I love that it's Tanahesi Coates that did that. He got to stick it to him. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does make me feel good <laughs> that yeah. like like well, and the, a, a person who I enjoy their both their work at Marvel and think is it genuinely like great human being got to do that to someone who seems like a scumbag who writes mediocre comics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So good. Um, I like how it, th- this very silly like timeline in uh, the framework is tied into this huge like, like controversy within comics, essentially. It's like Simmons just uh, confirms that Hydra are Nazis and she gets a car from this kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he lets her take his car because he like, tagged her. Yeah, he's like, you passed the test. Here, you can have my car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you passed you passed the test, you know, you know Hydra. Well, and, and when you and when you think of him as a non-player, it's like that's basically like what, Grand, Grand Theft Auto? It's like you yeah. do a little transaction and you can take the car. It's like yeah. it's like, hey. I met your coolness meter, right? Well, he, what does he need a car for? Like, they might think they have hopes and dreams, but. <laughs> oh, so weird. Um, but this is all terrible because there's a drone watching her this entire time. They've caught her face because, of course, Hydra has drones everywhere surveilling people. And a great shout out to the uh, first season of S.H.I.E.L.D. because at one point um, later on, Ward mentions the drones and calls them. And, and when he does, uh, Daisy's like, because, uh, uh, yeah, Daisy's like, wait, what? Like drones? And, and he goes, dwarves, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah, um, the, the robos. Yeah, he's like, the doctor created them or whatever. Yeah. Um, um, or no, that's in this episode. They says that. But yeah, no. I Okay, whatever. Yeah, but no, a little, a little later. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so meanwhile, uh, it, at Hydra, the doctor is poking vj with this this like automated machine that has arms with needles on the end he's poking with something that's like making him look like he's burning from the inside and apparently this machine can determine inhuman's powers without triggering with little side effects and he's like it looks like he's burning alive from the inside i don't i wouldn't call that few side effects and She's trying to talk to him conversationally, and Fitz is very much not taking the bait. Like, he is clearly not her friend in this world. <laughs> and he asks her about Ward. He's like, I know that you had you applied for cohabitation recently. How's everything going with that? And she's like, oh, it's good. Well, um, and, it's, and it's like, it's weird. The, the way he's talking to her, it establishes, like you said, they're not friends. And it's not like contempt, but it's just like superiority. Like, he's her mm-hmm. superior, and he's just a pompous asshole. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's a pompous asshole, and he's also – it's weird because, like, the way that he asks about Ward, it seems like, hey, that might be, like, a friendly gesture, but he's asking her because he suspects Ward of being, like, a subversive as well, <laughs> not because he's, like, actually interested in their relationship. And right. it's creepy because, obviously, he's, like, keeping an eye on the two of them because of that, and he, like, knows all this personal shit about them, which is also creepy. Um yeah, well, and and the, it's it's like the decidedly not friendly, not familial or loving. Like it's not the way Colson would do it because Colson's not like your buddy; he's like your dad. But him asking about you moving in with your boyfriend could be asked like a dad in a way that might be like, "Oh, dad, come on!" But it's appropriate. <laughs> but like the way he says it, it's like I know more things than I should about you, and it's sort of invasive. And 
Yeah, uh, it's not like and, you told me this. It's like I looked up your file and right. you applied to live with your boyfriend because we have to do that in this world. You can't yeah. just move in with your significant other. I have one or the both of you flagged for some reason. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's basically like it's what's weird it's weird yeah it's super creepy i don't think that daisy like the full like weight of that comes down on daisy yet i think like she's still very like oh, i don't know what's happening <laughs> like, no she's just she she is still just like not my friend but but is my friend because like she, because mm-hmm. she knows that he's one of the ones who's in the system but doesn't realize it so yeah. so that's got to be extra weird because like but also while processing the fact that she's like with this ward who feels real and like this idealized version of someone she's got all this weird baggage with but also knows isn't like like everything oh my god this is this is a mind fuck of a mind fuck like basically it's like hey you think the matrix is a mind fuck well imagine if all the people he had to deal with in the matrix were like his childhood friends (laughs) like that would be much weirder yeah good lord so weird um so may walks in to tell fitz about Colson's report that he, you know, he reported a subversive, blah, blah, blah. And Daisy tries to ask, she's like, oh, wait, who, you know, Colson, or like, they don't say it's Colson, but somebody reported a subversive, you know, a British woman, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, wait, what? Let me, I want to know. And they just look at her like, why are you asking? Like, this has nothing to do with you and you are dismissed. <laughs> and so she leaves and she's leaving the freaking base because she's like, assumes that this is Gemma. I think that Colson had reported right. Br- British woman. Right. Sure. Yeah. Um, and Ward catches up to her and he's like, where are you going? You never leave early. And she's like, I just got stuff to do. And she kind of, uses their, <laughs> <laughs> she kind of uses their argument to like, get him to leave her alone. She's like, I need space now. Like, so leave me alone. Um, and he, Ward makes like, he makes this face that is reminiscent of a the old ward making a face where he's like plotting something, but this is in a different context, but I still don't like it. It was really confusing emotionally for me because I know that he's like on the right side, but he's, yeah, he's not a being, face. he's not being smarmy or evil or anything, but you, he's you're also calculating, but, and you're like suspicious. <laughs> you have to be suspicious at this point. You're like, like I've wait, seen this mm. face before and it was in a bad context where he was a double agent. And he was b- deceiving all of his closest friends. So that, it's like the that's first not time, the case here. <laughs> it's like the first time you see Christopher Walken playing like a nice dad in a movie. Yeah. You're like, you're like, something about this is wrong. He's going to stab everybody. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, or so Willem Dafoe in anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Willem Dafoe is a super like shady looking person for whatever reason. <laughs> like, I don't know also- why. <laughs> also, totally weird aside, but I just I just read this thing. I I have to mention because it is so insane. But in early role of his, he had to do full frontal nudity, and the, and the director said oh, we hi. had to we had to get a penis stand in because he said that his he said that Willem Dafoe's penis is so large that it was cool. like no that it was hard it was i think he's i think he, i think his phrase was it's difficult to to understand like <laughs> he said like that it was like disturbing how, how well endowed he was and like that it, like it didn't make sense so for the film so they had to get someone else and it's like that's the best hype man <laughs> like in the world like, your penis is disturbing <laughs> It's like like, they, like 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 you take something that, that stereotypically in society like um, a lot of men would want to hear as a compliment and then just take it way too far and I was like that somehow feels appropriate then it, but like, again like you hear about about anyone else it'd be really weird like on a regular guy you hear about Tom Hanks you're like that doesn't add up but you hear it about Willem Dafoe and it's like no that tracks yeah. that makes sense some about him's weird yeah. maybe that's it maybe that's the cause of it. <laughs> Got, got an incomprehensible, uh, you know, genitalia, and that's the oh start of God. start of his problems. <laughs> Why that he became amazing. an actor, and now I'm I, never going to be able to look at him the same way. <laughs> I'm always <laughs> every movie he's in now. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so <laughs> moving on. Um, we go back to Colson, and he's sitting at his desk at school still, and he opens a folder full of news clippings and i didn't catch what the first news clipping was it's about somebody being arrested um but it's pertinent to his past life or his real life i put past life in here that's not correct his real life because there's stuff there's like a car there's an advertisement for like a cello 
um, quartet or a symphony or something. There's drawings of what looks like the shield eagle. And there's a postcard from Tahiti. And then he pulls out papers where he's essentially written like line, like line after line of it's a magical place. It's a magical place. It's a magical place. Pro- over proving over. that she absolutely got to him instantly. <laughs> and oh, yeah. He was, he, it was a cover that he was trying to, you know. Yeah. For, for uh, keep up appearances or whatever, or like, because it's not clear, but like with the way those people just popped in the classroom, like I feel like there's they're being monitored, you know. Like mm-hmm. I feel like 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 he's afraid if he doesn't know he's being surveilled, he's afraid he's being surveilled. And either way, we know they are because Ada's around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Um, but the, like he pulls out the Tahiti thing and the magical place stuff, and he's just like so like. How- no like what the hell like <laughs> it's just funny how Gemma just called him on that like immediately god she's so smart um so we know that Coulson is having an existential crisis in the opposite way that May was having one kind of now he's not a robot he's in the matrix <laughs> when he's trying to get well, but but it's similar like you were it's talking similar, about yeah. yeah because because he's trying to get rid of he's, he needs to shed this pro this external programming but it was put in him by Ada in the Matrix rather than we keep saying Matrix in a framework, but it's just true. Uh, sorry, sorry, guys. Well, it just it is. Like, 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 they did a great job with this, this third of the season, but you got to call you know, Spade a Spade. I, I, I was griping about like them being able to plug into the framework on the Zephyr, but in the Matrix, they were able to plug into the Matrix on their ships. So maybe that's why it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the technology is fine. <laughs> that tracks. What they did is they just they just put on the matrix. We're like, oh, they reverse engineered it. From yeah. The second matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of good angles in the second one. <laughs> no. Yeah. So they were like, "This is possible. We can do this." Also, it's it. also very appropriate, like both that Westworld is back and that they're currently. Well, I guess not currently now. You know, now everything is on yeah. pause, but we'll hopefully again soon be making a new Matrix, um, yeah. and and have started the a new Matrix with the with Keanu back and everybody back, which is weird but awesome. Keanu, he's making a he's making a return. Not that well, he I love really to went away, but but I love <laughs> the the two that like I think. I think I read somewhere that he insisted that like they they bring Carrie Ann Moss back too, like yeah. because you know that Hollywood and I I do I, I respect the Wachowskis and assume they they do something cool as well, but and based on on their track record, but uh, you know someone at Hollywood's like young female lead, <laughs> you know? yeah. and he's like, no, no, we're both fifty, we're we're awesome. Yeah, and <laughs> like, Carrie Ann Moss they, is like an amazing actor still. Like she was she was what's her name in all of the. Marvel Netflix. Yeah. Uh, Hogarth. I, I you yes. Jaron Hogarth. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And like the best part of Iron Fist uh, of, you know, like maybe, maybe a period. One of the only good parts. <laughs> she was the best part of multiple seasons of shows. I think Jessica Jones three best part of that, even though she was a dick. She's, um, she's just really, really good in general for sure. And like, yeah. And I, I believe like, I don't know. They don't have to do their own stunts. So they don't need yeah. to be able to, even if they are in their fifties, like, only Tom Cruise has something to prove. <laughs> you know, no, nobody else gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> or shouldn't Words. if they do. Um, where are we at? Okay, magic place. Um, so Daisy goes to the rendezvous bench and she finds that the device is gone and she's like, fuck. And then Gemma shows up and she's like, Oh, oh, I'm so glad you're here. And Daisy's like, I thought you were dead. Wait, are you still dead? And <laughs> Gemma goes, Oh, I'm feeling much better. Thank you. <laughs> it just made me laugh. Because then I started thinking, wait, like when she woke up, did she really feel like she had died? And so she was like recovering this whole time she, from being like, dead? I don't think so. <laughs> maybe. maybe. She she had like a zombie-ish deal, but it felt like more just because she's a pale British person and had a bunch of dirt from being in a mass yeah, grave. That's what I kind of thought too. <laughs> right? The way that she says, I'm feeling like you is so British and it's just so like, so Gemma. <laughs> Oh, it was such a good moment. Anyway, um, so she finds out she was buried in a mass grave, um, uh, and she was not buried in the UK like they suspected, I guess. Which I'm now wondering how she was going to get from the UK to DC in this framework world. 
So it's kind of convenient that she was buried in this mass grave not far away. <laughs> you think about it. Anyway, um, Daisy up, or she updates Daisy on Coulson and um, uh, Daisy updates her on May and they're, you know, talking and then Ward shows up and he's like, ladies, <laughs> we need to talk, <laughs> which is very Ward. And it's very gross, but it's also like, oh, but he's the good guy now. And then Ward is like, she's like, Ward or Gemma is like Ward and Ward is like, how do you know my name? Like, are you in the resistance? And he asked Daisy if she's in the resistance. And they're like, no, we're not from here. Like, leave us alone. <laughs> like, <laughs> we are not, we're not part of the resistance. We're not even part of Hydra. We're not part of this world. And then an agent shows up at the top of these stairs and Ward shoots him. And he's like, well, I needed to know because I am in the resistance. So I just wanted to know. So get in the car. <laughs> like, we're leaving. Um, and Ward is like, while they're in the car and they're like driving away and people are chasing them and Daisy's shooting at them from the back seat. Gemma is in the front seat throwing so much shade at Ward. And so Ward tells Daisy, he's like, you know, I have really bad news for you. You're an inhuman. She's like, oh, I know. It's fine. And then (laughs) Gemma's staring at him like, huh, so you work for Hydra, but you are a member of the resistance. Always the double agent. (laughs) And she's like, so this is your boyfriend? And he's like, yeah, I woke up with him in my apartment. And she's like, this isn't the framework. This is hell. Um, And um, I forget who says it. I think it's Daisy. She's like, so you're the mole. And Gemma looks at him. She's like, what a surprise. Like she's just thrice like treating him as if he's the real war. And it's so funny. It's so funny. Cause remember Gemma wanted to kill him. Like, well, yeah, she had, she had some serious issues with him because he messed with her like really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then this is, they go into this like parking garage and, or is like the door or the what is it called the the drones he, are coming. Yeah, he says the drones and and that that's what I mentioned earlier. Daisy's what what are, what are drones? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and then he's like, oh, the dwarves. The doctor is the one who made them. And um, da- Gemma never got to ask Daisy what was going on with Fitz, and so Gemma just looks at Daisy like dwarves. The doctor like. She she knows. Um, so Ward helps them get away. And then as they're running off, he asks Daisy what her real name is. And she says, my name's Daisy. And so they like. Because he thinks she's Sky still. Yeah. They're like meeting all over again. Oh, because Gemma makes a comment about like, oh, you're Sky again. <laughs> like, because <laughs> he calls her Sky in the car. God, that exchange was just really good. It was a really good scene between the three of them in the car. Oh, it's so weird to actually like Ward. It's really weird. <laughs> I remember, I think I screamed the first time I saw this, and he's like, well, I'm in the resistance. And me and Billy were just like, what? <laughs> no, no. Like, how long did they have this way. planned? Like, oh, I want to know. I want to know. So bad. Um, This is all Jed Whedon's doing. He missed Ward and had to bring him back. <laughs> but make him good this time. Yeah. When everyone's um, in their inverted hell paradise thing, he's he's yeah. good. Yeah, he's fine. He's doing great. Um, meanwhile, at Hydra, May is debriefing Fitz on, I hate, you know, the girls got away, blah, blah, blah. Like, we don't know the agent that helped them, but we have a mole. And Fitz is like, don't worry, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't, he says all this creepy shit. And then he says, treat this mole like cancer and cut it out. Um, and then he asks about the footage from the dwarves from this situation. And May tells him, oh, it was sent to the director. Um, cause I forgot that Fitz is not the director. I forgot that Ada is the director. I don't, I completely forgot about that. Um, and Fitz is like, well, I want to see them. And she's like, well, you're going to have to ask her. Um, she didn't want them sent to you or like she didn't, she wanted them sent directly to her or whatever. Um, so then, uh, Daisy updates Gemma on Fitz. Um, and they realize like that the lynch point for, um, for May that makes her reality so different was Bahrain because Bahrain, the outcome was completely different. Like May saved the girl, like it was fine. Um, and Daisy suggests that Fitz is evil now because Gemma is not in his life, which might be true, but there's also other shit that we'll talk about in the next few episodes with his dad, which is really sad. Um, Daisy's like, we need to leave. We need to regroup. Like, um, we need to make a plan <laughs> and, and figure out what the fuck we're going to do because this is even worse than we thought. Um, and then they go to click the device to get out the back door and it doesn't work. So they are now stuck. Um, and now Gemma realizes that 
whoever they is know that they're there and they recoded <laughs> the exit. <laughs> they recoded the exit so they can't leave. So the proverbial they, <laughs> which is uh, Madam Hydra, Ada herself. So we meet Ada, who is super dark Ada and her she looks fucking great by the way um and she is the one who recoded their escape because she is the one running this whole show and fitz walks in and he wants to see the surveillance footage and she won't let him and it's because i mean she doesn't say this obviously uh but she doesn't want him to see Gemma. the same reason why Gemma's <laughs> one regret was being alive <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like how is that? Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> Does not seem right. Like, I gotta say, I've dealt dealt with suicidal shit before, and she yeah. seemed pretty great. Like, she seemed like she was in great, great shape. Good lord! Oh my god! Um, what the yeah. fuck, Ada? <laughs> like, well, what, way to be transparent. Was... Yeah. Um, she's just like fuck Gemma. Like, she doesn't need to be here. No, because what she <laughs> right because what she wants is to be with Fitz because she's yeah. because even though he created her in the image of the love of his life, I think even the way Radcliffe treated her was never sexualized. Like he did, he treated her like a father to a daughter, but also a mad kind scientist, <laughs> right? But also a mad scientist to a thing he invented. Yeah. Like, and like Fitz like, always humanized her. Right, and treated her with respect and empathy, and and always mm. was looking out for her, even up, up until you know, when she turned on them and then stopped and yeah, like it definitely, it, you can see that it messed her up and made her fall in love with him or whatever, put him on a pedestal because yeah, yeah it's gr gross seeing them together. Yeah. And she like stops him and she's like, we don't, you know, your anger is not going to do anything. Like we need your creativity. We need your brain. And then they like start kissing and it's so gross and it's so disturbing. So disturbing. Like I don't care for it. <laughs> I don't care for it at all. Not at all. So the very end scene, oh, and this scene made me cry. <laughs> Coulson is leaving school. He's in his car and Daisy's sitting in the back seat and she's like, hi. And he's like, oh shit, what are you doing? Who are you? Are you with the other one? <laughs> and she's like, I need you to remember me. And he's like, I'm sorry, I don't. And she starts, you know, she's like, you know, you're usually the one that I go to someone to talk to you and having problems and can't figure things out because you're the closest thing I have to family. And I really hope that you, that deep down you feel it too. And there's like a long pause where Colson is looking at her through the rearview mirror. And you're like afraid he's going to do the same thing he did to just yeah. like throw her under the bus and gaslight her, even though he is having doubts and yeah, but he says her name. He says Daisy. So he knows who she is. He's fighting it. Ah! <laughs> No, it, they do such a good job. Like, like they're gonna make us go through this crazy arc in a third of a season. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's I like this feels like a two parter, even though it wasn't. They jammed so much stuff in this in this uh third of a season <laughs> premiere. Yeah, and I mean, like a lot happens, but I, like th a lot happens, but also. It's just like us retooling what this world is. So we're just being introduced to everybody's new roles. So and yeah, I mean? it's just it's just it's just replacing the logo with an agent, right? Yeah. Like, but yeah. do they have an agent of Hydra? I thought they do. Or no, they don't. They did that before. What do they do? It, it's a new logo because it's not like the robot thing. It was no, from... it it's something green, and is it, is it like a green light? Is it matrixy? <laughs> Look it up. The framework agents of shield. What is that called? Logo? Title card? Title card. I think. <laughs> Does their wiki have it, maybe? I'm going to check that. Ooh, the space one is cool. I forgot about that. <clears throat> My God, my cat. Um, such a good episode for sure. Great start. Yeah, it's so good. Um, is it Agents of Hydra? No, that was from season one, right? The second half We're of out. season one. Was that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah that was right? season one that was the second half i think 
the framework one I'm opening up right now, and it's just it looks holographic, like like it's all but it still it's, says Agents of Shield. Yeah, it's all blue, and it's got like a like it's backlit, and it just uh, every like 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 the the Shield logo is uh is all holographic. It almost looks like a, a sort of also like what they do when they uh, make stuff with the dark hold. Yeah. Yeah. A like little, that weird, little. like the, whatever the, the lines that Ada draws in the air or whatever. Yeah. The, look, like the look about like the stuff make... in a, uh, in Dr. Strange with the magic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do episode season four. Or wait, season four episode. What is this? 16 uh yeah okay episode season four <laughs> episode four season 16 uh oh i shot a video of it <laughs> yeah it's like no this is not it i don't know i can't find it i'm just gonna have to pay attention next time <laughs> I think I found it. Hold on. There you go. I'm sending it to the chat. Yes. Yeah. That's just, that's the one I was like selecting right now. So yeah, it looks like there's like, it looks like a lens flare, like a blue lens flare coming from behind the bird. Oh, there's, bird. there sure is. It's, it reminds uh, me, so the shield bird kind of reminds me of what Coulson's um, shield looks like that comes out of his arm. Like it has oh, yeah. that kind of translucent looking thing. I absolutely on. think it's, yeah, it's the same like holographic look. I think that's yeah. dead on. Yeah. It might very well be that graphic. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the same thing. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I love how these title cards change. Yeah, no, that, that's, that was really clever. It's, the details are great. Yeah. Um, I know this is kind of a shorter episode, but it was uh, just I feel like the last one was so emotional and this one is too, but it's also like it's like because it is like two in one, because they do jam so much in there, like there's no time to even process it. You're just ready for yeah. the next one, like you said. Like this is a very bingeable season in general, but this third I feel like it's just like on high octane. Like it's Oh yeah, because like, you have to know what what <laughs> what hydra the hydra power couple like what is happening like, we what? didn't even we didn't even glimpse mac and his daughter yet we didn't oh, even fuck. see hope and trip like, trip yeah yeah trip is, trips comes back and then she starts using the dark hole to make a real boy body for herself <laughs> and and i'm still pissed off i didn't use that to bring trip back <laughs> i know i know because you totally and then mace too yeah, Maze they could have brought back. They, they, they could have brought back Mace. They could have brought 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 back Trip or Good Ward. Uh, like, and I don't think they should have done all three, but one of them definitely like, would have been. I, yeah, <laughs> if I had to pick one, it would have been BJ Britt for sure. Mace like willingly sacrifices himself. Ward is an asshole, but Trip died like trying to save Daisy. Yeah, so you know so I mean? needlessly. Like, it wasn't, it, yes, so needlessly. It was so fucking. Ward trip. had a great hero moment, but no, his was it, uh, like. And not Ward. Uh, Mace. Mace. It, it had a great hero moment, but it, Trips wasn't bad. It was heroic, but it was just like it just feels like he was cut right. out way too short. His his storyline was just cut too short. Yeah, and it also feels like so like he is trying to find Daisy to like bring her back out because Daisy was following what's her name, um, uh, Ruth Nega's character. Uh, the fuck is her name in the show? I'm just thinking of the girl in the flower dress right yeah. now. Yeah. Holy shit. Know. Why are we why are we both blanking? This is so long ago we can't remember. Um <laughs> from a hundred oh, years it's like ago. On the, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can hear Colson saying it, but I can't quite get there. Ugh, mm. anyway, so he fo she follows her and Trip is just like, oh no, I gotta go get her. And like no one thinks that anybody's gonna die. Like no one thinks anything shitty is gonna happen. Like you know, Daisy was like led to believe this weird shit from her dad that she was going to get her powers. It's not not that anyone else in the room is going to die. It was just so just like, hey, I'm just going to go get my friend and we're going to leave. Like, it's no big deal. And then it's no, just, it was, like, it's it's just, really, really sad. Oh. And uh, Raina. Raina. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> That's really bad that we can't remember that. 
we had a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> we had a lot of things to think about. That's true. That is very like true. like robots. No, <laughs> like the title cards and like what those look like that we can't remember. Like, <laughs> yeah, like like last episode I was talking about uh, the show's accountants who apparently are also dead in the framework. <laughs> they got fired. <laughs> that that would be the best way to tell someone they're fired. <laughs> Guess you don't watch the show. That is still that still describes me. I do. <laughs> well, I guess you're too good to watch the show. Oh, uh, why you're being fired? That's like I remember. Uh, I used to read like Buffy the Vampire Slayer magazine when I was a kid because I was a nerd in eighth grade. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but uh, surprise, you know, I was thinking Shields show now. But <laughs> but uh, I remember reading a thing where it's like. All the cast gets together and watches the episode, the episode when it premieres every week, you know, on the WB, except for Sarah Michelle Geller, <laughs> who doesn't. It's like, <laughs> it's like, in retrospect, why did they put that in the article? Like, 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 no one was going to fact check it. It's not, it's not like fucking Allison Hannigan was going to be like, hey, I was reading Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> magazine, of which I'm a major part. And you're like, Guess who did not come over to my place when we when I hosted it? That oh bitch, like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like that would happen. Not like, something that you need to like make sure you <laughs> cover your ass. <laughs> no, but but at the same time, like, like thinking about it, going back to uh, our weird mention of uh, Cameron Crowe before, but like. <laughs> Like I feel like it was someone in his position when he worked for for Rolling Stone. Anyone who wrote for Buffy the Vampire Slayer magazine was probably a fan they were getting to write for either free or cheap. Who was like probably more thorough than they had to be when they got the info. It's like I'm gonna make sure that everyone knows. <laughs> David Boreanaz and Allison Hannigan, you know, became very good friends. Rachel Geller was not there. Oh my god. <laughs> I do love the Shield cast though. Like they see, they actually seem like they are all for real friends. Yeah, and it, and it makes um, it more oh, fun. That reminds me, one last aside before we finish up the episode. Um, so I was snooping on um, Elizabeth Henstridge's Instagram again. <laughs> Lincoln's what's the name? Uh, Luke Mitchell's wife. You know, they're friends. The two of them are friends, and he, uh, her. He and his wife were like in the background of the photo, and it just upset me that <laughs> <laughs> they're still in each other's lives. <laughs> I do like it's like <laughs> you, when, when all we know people are from their performances, it's hard to not hold them against them a little bit. <laughs> I'm sure his wife is lovely, and with Henstra, just like good friends, you know, they have a great time, and she's just like, Oh, do you have to bring him? <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's no my that's company. a good that's a good headcanon also i looked it up out of curiosity because i had remember just for my own uh personal like, like so, so it wouldn't haunt me but the director of uh temptation of christ said of willem dafoe the last temptation of christ he said that uh, his penis was confusingly large <laughs> <laughs> so at the last minute they got a porn actor to do a stand-in a porn actor so not someone with an average size penis. someone with a well-endowed penis this is insane. Now, Big, like, is it? Now I need to. Is there right? footage somewhere on the internet of his penis? Okay, we're there's like, gotta be right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. One last aside. Does Willem spell it with two L's? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, this is very weird. <laughs> really weird. Okay, we're going in Reddit. I feel like maybe it's just because of what he looks like in part, like like because it's unexpected. Because <laughs> it's just like he's not supposed to. Okay, if this is real, I don't know if this is real. <laughs> <laughs> I that, that is your reaction because <laughs> he's really skinny. Maybe that's. I mean, um, maybe it's just like I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> he's dancing. Oh God, I need to send you this. This is like. I okay, mean, that this can't... all this all tracks with, with the director saying it was confusingly large. Okay, I see. I see the the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I. <laughs> 
Wait, okay. I have to see if this gif is real. I'm going to. <laughs> Snow snopes it. <laughs> Go to Snopes. Is Willem Dafoe's oh, no. penis confusing? Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I. <laughs> you just came down. A... I'm sorry. I opened up this really weird rabbit hole. <laughs> a young, nude, well-endowed Willem Dafoe. <laughs> All the qualifiers. <laughs> young, nude, well-endowed. I'm 18. <laughs> I get it, Reddit. You want to make sure kids don't see what I'm talking about. Which I appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> just, the, just the look on his face <laughs> in that picture is upsetting. <laughs> Why is he dancing? I don't know. I mean, it's large but it's not confusing oh yeah i I gotta say i feel like the director oversold i think so but i feel like the image of him being really skinny and dancing around with it flopping around enough (laughs) like you could have just said that (laughs) no it's a yeah, he could have said he drew too much attention to it. Yeah, like <laughs> and he didn't want better, to reward that behavior. Better like body to penis size ratio or something. I don't know. Well, and and in retrospect, maybe like because the way I heard this presented, you know, was with that exact quote, which just sounds amazing. <laughs> but <laughs> but but maybe he's thinking specifically like you got to think of all the nude crucifixes, and, and none of them is Jesus hung. Yeah, <laughs> like in all of them, he's got a pretty tiny <laughs> penis. Is, so you're thing. expecting Jesus to have a tiny penis. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. Oh my god. <laughs> It's like well, a woman's Santa Claus. It just doesn't compute to someone <laughs> from an older generation. <laughs> well, get over it, buddy, and watch uh, that uh, very charming movie starring Anna Kendrick. <laughs> oh the comments in this Reddit thread are like. <laughs> well, I didn't read right. the comments. I'll have to check it out afterwards. They're just like, I'm underwhelmed. And like. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm hurting from laughing because it's definitely, it's worth it because he's dancing <laughs> and he's. Oh, happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like there's another person that, that agrees with me that. <laughs> wait, wait. I want to comment about how hit, how big his head is compared to his body, but it always <laughs> seems like I'm talking about. <laughs> that is valid. <laughs> In many ways. <laughs> oh, this is funny. All right, this oh, has this now is... become a not safe for work podcast. <laughs> hey, we always mark that way so we can curse. Uh, yeah. but it's also definitely our weirdest aside. <laughs> I, I can admit that. <laughs> oh my god. All right. With that, <laughs> where can people find you on the internet? <laughs> people can find me at I Snow Nothing. Uh, where can people find you? You can find me at Space Jazz with four S's in the jazz. You can find this podcast. We will not post this Reddit thread. <laughs> yeah, no on links. Twitter. You, you, you can find it yourself <laughs> if you are Google. 18 or buzzed. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, whatever at, your uh, age of majority is in your yeah. country. <laughs> at Project Tahiti on Twitter. Uh, you can listen to us on all the things. If you're a browser listener, highly recommended that you go to butwhythopodcast.com. Find us there. We do have an embed link. So you can listen to us there. Um, thank you all so much for listening to Project Tahiti. It's a magical place, and Colson knows it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I started thinking about the penis again, and I got <laughs>